We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Welcome back to the Positively Real podcast. I'm your host and coach, Brittany King, and I'm stoked to have this guest with us today. It is, we've been trying to make this happen for quite some time. And honestly, like since the moment I'm, <laughs> since the moment I met her, I was like, I'm going to have her as a podcast guest right away. Um, and, you know, stars, schedules and stars were not aligned and they aligned today, which I'm so grateful for. So please help me welcome Angelie Lopez, but really your name with Angelie Marie just like has this song to it and dance that I'm just loving right now. So Angelie Marie, welcome to the show, my friend. How are you? I love you so much. I am amazing and I'm so grateful to be here. So thank you again for having me. Um, I believe that we connected in divine timing. So anytime like something like that doesn't work out, like we, our schedules aren't aligned. I'm just like, you know what? It'll happen when it's supposed to happen. So I'm so grateful to be here. Um, and I can't wait to dive in and talk to you about all the things, all the things. Well, I, there it's so crazy because before we met, I had seen manifest house and I like loved the aesthetic. I love the vibe. I love what was going on. Um, and then so, I think it was Kayla, someone posted yeah. about a new moon journaling workshop in person. And I was like, I'm just called to go. I need to go do this right now. And it's the first time we met in person. And then I was connecting all of the dots with manifest house. And it was so funny because I had this moment where I was like looking at you and I was like, I've never actually met someone that like, I think that I look like, or that like, I remind myself of like, it's the weirdest. I've never had that. And I was like, watching you carry yourself and like how you spoke and just like how, all the things I was like, she kind of reminds me of me. Like, is that weird? Like I've never had that, you know? And then Kayla had made that connection. I was like, this might be my long lost sister. Like I think we might have known each other in a past life. A thousand percent. We did Brittany. Um, and I had the same feeling and I've also, you know, it's funny is I've never met someone who I think looks like me either, yeah. um, you know, outside of, of family members and things like that. But yeah, we were, so I remember this very vividly. Like we were, we were talking after the event and I just remember feeling instantly very connected to you and wanting to like know more and be like, I want to be this chick's friend. Like she's cool. She's dope. And then, um, yeah. And then our mutual friend Kayla came up and she's like, wait, like you guys kind of look like each other. <laughs> we're like, yeah, we do. <laughs> We kind of do. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. We're um, twins and, you know, I, maybe we're sisters in another life, but you know, in this lifetime I've been, it's been just so, so wonderful to get to know you and start to build a friendship and you're, you know, so inspiring to me. You're one of those people who is just doing amazing things in the community and building these, um, you know, incredible community and spaces. So I'm just so grateful that we met. Likewise, likewise. And one of the coolest things was um, you created a journal and you hadn't released it yet. And it was at the event and it was 
just, it was so beautiful. And I've always wanted to create a journal. Like if it was on like the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm going to create a journal. And then seeing you create a journal and it was just so simple and so beautiful and effective. It was such an expanding moment for me. And I was like, this is so awesome. And then that connection that we made, like we're for sure like long lost sisters or kindred spirits or whatever we were meant to meet. Um, and it was just, it's been really cool to like witness and see what you have been creating and how that's expanded and has inspired me so much as well. And like, this is obviously um, just the beginning because we've connected about so many different things. So I'm super stoked to have you on the show and I'm excited to talk about like journaling practices and like what kind of led you to, to that path. But before we get into that, I want you to give an introduction of like who you are and like what you've created because you created something real dope over quarantine. And I want to make sure if someone that is listening has never heard of Manifest House, they better start paying attention because it will be something that it, everybody knows. I like have this like deep belief that that is your path that you're on. Thank you so much for that, Brittany. So I am the founder and CEO of Manifest House, and currently it's a virtual well-being space. Um, I'm also a certified meditation guide and a little bit about my backstory. Um, my kind of, I guess where, where it began was from a really, and I think many of us, you know, experience this when we're the, whether you're a coach or building a business, like you're, you're solving a problem that you had yourself. And so what I experienced was, um, this, you know, I was in my mid twenties, I was on paper, super successful, right? Like I built this really great early career. I was in supply chain. So I was in like business world. I was working for a corporation. I was living in a new city. All of these amazing things that I had, I had totally worked my ass off for it. But I found myself just feeling so out of alignment. And I knew it right from the beginning. Like I remember being six months into this job that I had worked so hard to get there. And I was like, no, this isn't it. Like, this is not for me. But um, it was, it's really hard to make a change. And especially being, you know, coming from a place where, you know, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. um, And I was, you know, now found myself in this space of abundance. Um, It was, it was really hard to, to step away from that. And I also didn't know what my next steps exactly were going to be. Um, But I always knew I was going to be an entrepreneur. Um, My dad was an entrepreneur. We have, um, you know, like generations of people who've started and carried on family businesses. And so that was what that was what was modeled for me. But it also has always felt very true for me. Like I knew as like a 10 year old, I was like, I want to have a business, I want to make money, you know, I want to do something cool, create something. Um, So I always knew that that was going to be in my path. Um, But I found myself so fast forward, you know, a few years later, still in this career, Um, I found myself in a really low vibrational dark space, um, experiencing a lot of depression and anxiety and not knowing how to get out of it. So not really having the tools um, and realizing that, you know, there was just there was so much going on in my personal world, but then also at work and my career. And um, there was a lot of things from my past that I had suppressed and um, it kind of all came boiling up at the same time. And I knew that that was the time where I was ready to start to, to 
unpack, you know, some of the things, um, one of them being the death of my dad, he died when I was 16. And I just, you know, went into, um, execution mode, right. And taking care immediately started taking care of my mom, my little brother, everyone around me, um, making sure my future was stable and never really had a chance to process it until 10 years later. And so, um, I started therapy and that was a game changer for me. I'd never gone before in my life. I started in my mid twenties and it was really scary. I mean, I didn't know anybody at the time, you know, maybe a friend or two, but no one in my family, you know, we didn't talk about that. Right. So it was, um, really scary, but I knew that I needed help and I knew I needed to, um, learn different tools. And so, um, therapy really opened the doors for me for, all of these other different practices and my therapist, I love her so much. I wish I still went to her. It was, that was like the hardest breakup I've ever had. Like, can we talk about that? When you find a great therapist, like you become so close to them. So I, um, you know, but yeah, so I'm not seeing her anymore, but she was just so amazing because she was also very spiritual. And so she kind of allowed, um, or, or I guess held space for me to start to explore that in my own way. Um, because I grew up, you know, in a very religious family that I had, you know, was starting to kind of explore, okay, what does this mean for me? How do, how do I define my spiritual connection? Um, so yeah, so I, from there, I began to just explore myself, right? All of these different practices. I started journaling. Um, I started meditation. I started, um, you know, a gratitude practice. Like I was, I was just really diving into the more personal side of things. And, um, I, I just, I, I was started craving more and more and more and I was loving it. And I was really, you know, stepping into myself into the, the best version of myself and one that felt really aligned. Um, and it wasn't until May of 2020 when, you know, I was working full time at that point, I had moved back to Arizona where I grew up with my husband and, um, I got laid off due to COVID and, you know, rather than saying, okay, this is like the worst thing ever. Um, I took it as a sign. It was a sign because I had been dreaming up, right. What was, what was my next, and I had a business in Seattle that was a side hustle. And so I was like, ready to let that go. And I was like, what's the next thing going to be. And so it was a sign. It was absolutely like what I needed to really, put myself out there and build what I was called to build. Um, so that's really how Manifest House was birthed into life um, because it is a, you know, our offerings are we do live stream healing events, which obviously, you know, during the pandemic was that was all we had access to as a collective. We weren't gathering in person, um, but we we have a membership for BIPOC women and allies. So you know, any self-identifying woman who is searching for guidance for, you know, is wanting to look at um, and explore different healing modalities that are all in one place, um, really for someone who is on their journey back home to themselves. So that's what we, that's kind of the, the, what the space is intended to do. Manifest House is a place to come back home. Um, we also do workplace wellness and and things like that, but uh, it was what I it was what I wanted when I was starting my journey, right? When I was like exploring all of these different modalities and like wanting to talk to someone about it, and um, 
and just feeling like I also, you know, was missing seeing um, diverse spaces. Like I, I miss seeing, you know, I'm a, I'm a Latina, I'm the daughter of an immigrant. And I missed, um, I, I felt a lack in that area as well in some of these like spaces that I was in. Um, and yeah, so from there, you know, I've just been honestly just like listening and tuning in to what is, what is, you know, next, what, um, what is the next step? And that was part of um, where the journey home journal, which is the the first journal I created. um, That's how it came to be because I, I just, you know, the idea dropped in and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. (laughs) And I had no idea how, um, but I figured it out and I asked for help, you know, and I I definitely had support along the way. And um, yeah, so it's, I'll, I'll pause there before I talk too much. (laughs) (laughs) I could just, I honestly, I was like, you could just keep talking and I could just keep listening. Your voice. That's a boring podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's like so lovely and it's beautiful. And your story is um, so relatable, you know, like having that success on paper. And I work with a lot of high achieving women that have all the accolades and all of the trophies and all of the successes. And on paper is like, crushing it, but feeling so unfulfilled and empty on the inside. And it just is one of those beautiful examples of like, yeah, on paper, you can have quote unquote, like what we think success is, but without tapping in and tuning into what actually is going on inside of our body, none of that stuff matters. Yes, exactly. And there, I think that there's so often at least, you know, in my experience as well of like, there's this guilt, right. That's associated with that of like, I'm doing so well in life, right? (laughs) That I, how can I want something more or something different? Like, who Uh am I to, um, to want that, that feels selfish, that feels like it's too much. And I, uh, it's just, you know, when you get yourself into that, and you know, this, like when you get yourself into that place of alignment, you look back and you're like, what was I thinking? Like, why didn't I do this sooner? Like, what? You know, and you're oh, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what people think. It doesn't matter um, what you know the fears that were holding you back. It's just, it's, it just all clicks into place. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and that's such a good point to bring up is like the guilt of like it's you know, any people would kill to be in this position. They would be, they would want this, right? And then you feel guilty yeah. for not feeling you know fulfilled by it. But that's that's the kind of stuff that keeps us stuck is like that security and safety. And I think it's so um, inspiring for someone that's listening that might feel stuck because so many people feel stuck in what they're doing because on the outside, it looks really good and it's a dream, but to know that it's not the right thing. And then to take that step without knowing what that step is, and it might be a really long step down and there might be some falling along the way, like that takes some serious courage. So tell me how, like, what really helped you make that choice to make that step into the unknown? Because that's, you know, the people that I work with, they're so stuck because they're so afraid of taking that step into whatever that unknown space is. Totally. Yes. And I can relate to that. And what I think is important to share is that I feel like I took a step in between that taking that big leap into full-time entrepreneurship. Um, So, you know, I mentioned in the beginning that I was, and just kind of, I guess I'll share my thoughts from like a career perspective, but um, I was, you know, in this, this really great job and making, you know, six figures and like doing really well for myself and miserable. (laughs) 
also very miserable, right? So I knew that like, okay, something had to change. And, but I, but I also wasn't like, I was just not ready to go full-time into entrepreneurship for many different reasons. Um, and I, I switched careers. So I went to a different industry. I was still working for, you know, a company. I went to more of a startup, but it was so much more, again, in alignment with me and what I was working towards, but then also just, um, you know, it was a better, um, work-life balance. Like it was a better, you know, kind of just culture, um, the management, like, uh, values really resonated with me, all the things. And so even though, and I also was making significantly less money, um, but that is what I needed. And even though I knew this is not where I'm going to end up, like I knew going into it, I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not trying to like stay here for the next 10 years and, you know, work my way up. Like this is just a step in between, but it feels good in my gut. I can tell that I'm excited about this and this is lighting me up. And so I'm going to follow that. And I, and I don't know what's going to be the next step. And so I think that's important to just remember that, you know, it, it, that, that also took, you know, bravery because there was fear, you know, I was, it was the unknown. I wasn't sure exactly how this was going to um, pan out, but it was, um, it was, I, I guess it was like one step closer to, feeling that alignment. Um, and so I would just say, you know, you don't have to have all the steps figured out you and, and you also don't have to take that big jump, that major leap. Like I think that's sometimes so glorified, um, especially in entrepreneurship, right? Like go all in, like, and you know, you don't always have to do that. It can start as a side hustle. It can be, and I, you know, I'd highly recommend that. So that was what really helped me was like, having a step in the middle or even having multiple steps. So, yeah. Oh, it's, it's so, so important to bring that up because it doesn't all look the way that maybe one person thinks that it does. Like there is that, you know, when they talk about following your purpose or your Dharma, like there's kind of three things that happen is like one, you take a big big, scary leap and into the unknown. And then the other is the transitional, which sounds like kind of yours was more transitional. And then there's the accidental where it like, just like accidentally happens. And it's interesting because it's all connected, you know, like for me, like I accidentally became an entrepreneur. Like I had, I, I had no, like I had no vision of that when I was younger, like, but that was probably also because I had no idea about anything because I had my own um, (laughs) stuff that I needed to work through. Um, But, you know, it's so, it's so interesting, you know, hearing that path and like having that deep knowing and trusting that whatever step you were going to take was the right one. Was it going to be the one that would plant and last forever? No, but that's the whole point is like, you don't have to see the big picture or you don't have to see the whole path. You just have to take the next step. And I think like you've done such a beautiful job with that. And it's so, it's so fun to hear. And I think that someone listening that is like, wants that it's very reassuring to be like, okay, so maybe this next thing that I'm going to do isn't the end all be all, which like, is there ever an end all be all? I don't think so. (laughs) Um, But it's like the next step. And that's the, that's the best question to ask, you know, not how am I going to do this? Right. I have this goal. I have this vision. I have this desire to create something, it's more like, okay, well, 
I know what I want. So what's the next step? What can I do next? And I think that, you know, you following that is beautiful and it's amazing what has come of it um, for, you know, yourself personally, but what you've created with Manifest House. Thank you. Yeah. And I love that reminder of, you know, there's, it can look different ways. It doesn't, and and all of them are correct. Like all of them are okay. It's not one size fits all. Yeah. So how did you use like your, your practices? Cause you know, the journal you, you wrote in the journal, how is like your journaling practice really helped you through the hard time and the unknown and the challenges. And that's kind of how yeah. the journal came to be. Mm-hmm. And I love that you, I love the quote that you have in there. The alchemist is one of my favorite books when you're, you're, you know, trying to figure out like your purpose in the world and like what your personal legacy is. And I opened that and saw that quote and I was like, yes reason number like for you. <laughs> <laughs> it was like yes it's like all about coming home it's all about like it's not about finding yourself it's about coming home to yourself and it's always such a beautiful reminder so tell mm-hmm. me like how you started your journal practice and like how that evolved and helped you through that challenging time yeah so um i was never the person who like journaled regularly um I, you know, I love when I was younger, I remember I loved to read like I was definitely um, a bookworm, but I was never that, you know, person with like the journal at at 10 and, you know, writing secret diary like I it it wasn't really a part of my life Um, until I am, you know, like I mentioned, I got to that point where I was just like, kind of grasping and like trying all the things. Um, and I started journaling with, um, a gratitude practice. So I just, you know, I, I started writing every day, three things and, and it seems so simple and I know it can kind of sound cliche and you, you're, you know, ch- chuckling over there, Brittany, because that is simple. it's like, you know. like wanted to be this like life altering earth shaking. And I'm like, no, the simpler, the better. Like we need it simple. Yes. And, and it, but yet it's so impactful, right? So you're like, yeah. how can this simple little practice right. be so impactful? such an impact? Yeah, totally. But when you're not, you know, when you're not used to, um, to focusing in on the things that are going well in your life, which I wasn't, um, it was powerful. And so I, I remember I heard it like on a podcast um, and it was, you know, so I started with writing down what I was grateful and then I would write about one meaningful connection in my day that I had had. And those, you know, just that practice of like doing that every day, focusing in on, okay, yes, there's, there's so much going on in my life right now that I want to change, right. That I'm where I'm not where I want to be. And, you know, that was kind of where my mindset was, was just like focusing on that and being able to shift that into, okay, but where, what are the bright parts of my life and my day really, really helped me, um, start to transition to a more positive headspace. So I started with that. And then um, when I started therapy, I would journal after every session because we would just, you know, for me, like the first time going to therapy, um, I, right. There was a lot to, there was a lot to unpack. And so I, and I also don't feel like I have a great memory And so I was like, well, I want to remember this. Like, I want to make sure I capture my feelings and my insights. And um, 
I want to be able to look back at this, right? Or actually, and I wasn't thinking about that at the time of looking back, but I was like, I just want to, I want to, want to be able to capture it. So I started um, journaling after every therapy session. And then I realized, you know, after maybe a year or so doing that, and I went back and I read that journal of my year and was able to just see how much I had grown. And it felt like this intimate date with my younger self. And then like seeing things that I had journaled, whether it was like dreams or, you know, things that I had written down that I wanted to, you know, kind of manifest for this next year and seeing those things that had happened. I mean, it was just, it's my favorite thing to do. And so I'm coming up on this like point where I'm ready to do that again. Like it's been a while and I'm like, I need to read, go back and read my journals. So I highly recommend that. Um, really creating just a, you know, time and space to do that with yourself and making it special, making it fun. Um, and so that's where the idea for the Journey Home Journal came because um, I wanted to create within the the design of the book, I wanted it to be really intentional to where it was still simple, but that there was somewhere to capture, you know, whether it was like an insight that you had, or maybe an aha moment, whether, you know, you were using it as a therapy journal, or just using it to um, capture your daily experience, or perhaps you were, you know, just using it as like a a stream of consciousness, free flow um, type of way to express. I, um, yeah, I wanted, I wanted there to be something in the journal where it was like, okay, I can like write down, you know, any, like I could capture, um, whatever it was that stood out to me of, of that session. And so that's why we have the little arch on the inside of like this little space to, to just safe keep your thoughts. But yeah, that's how journaling kind of came to be for me. And currently in my, my life, how I use it, I really love using journaling for reflection and manifestation, like, like planning ahead, um, figuring out what I want, writing it down on paper, and then also reflecting on, you know, how did whether it's the last year or the last month or the last season, you know, how did that go? Um, what what did I feel? What felt really good? What do I want to shift coming up? Um, where do I need to nourish myself more? You know, what am I really proud of? Like all these sorts of things. So that's kind of how I love to use journaling is like, I'm, I'm less of that, uh, to be honest, like it's harder for me to just open up a journal and just write. Like sometimes I struggle with that. Um, which is also another piece of like why I added a journal prompt component to the journal. So, so with each journal, um, each journey home journal, you get access to a journal prompt that I text out every Monday. So you get a weekly journal prompt. And I did that like also because I, something that I struggle with, you know, sometimes you just don't know how to use journaling. And so I really wanted to make it easy for folks, but, um, but yeah, I love that act of like using journaling for reflection, but I'm curious, Brittany, how do you use journaling right now in your life and with your clients? Well, I, I mean, I I love that. I love that. Like, like remembering sessions and like just the insights that come from it because they do, they, those, they come and they go so fast and it's so easy to like have a session and then just go back your back into your day-to-day life and then fall back into those old patterns that you're trying to unearth and break by it having a meeting with the therapist. So for me, what I do with journaling is I help um, my clients see what's going on in their mind. Mm. Journaling is like the, I mean, 
probably one of the only ways that you can truly look at the contents of your mind without judging it. You know, with meditation, you know, you, the point of meditation is not to turn off your brain. It's to observe, right. To help you become the observer, which is super helpful. And I think journaling is that practice like in motion, because when you write down your thoughts, whatever the thoughts are, it gives you space. You're like, oh, of course I'm feeling this way. Look at what the contents of my mind are. Mm-hmm. And that's really how I, you know, fell into journaling. So I was similar. Like I never, like, I had so many journals that were like, dear diary. And like, that was it. Like I never, because I have a hard time spelling and I hate my handwriting mm-hmm. and I always was judging myself for my journal. Like, And once I realized that like journaling is just a tool, like it's a power tool to help you see what's going on in your mind, it kind of shifted, but I'm curious with you because, you know, I I find a lot of resistance with clients when I have them start journaling or, you know, if you attend one of my retreats, I'm like journaling like this, there's gonna be a lot of journaling. There's gonna be a lot of reflecting because it's truly the only way to see what's going on in your mind. I love that you give journal prompts. I love the journal prompts that you send. I am subscribed to those text messages, Uh, but I'm curious like how you, or like how you support people of breaking the barrier with journaling and like getting, you know, past that resistance, because I think that resistance is totally normal because it's something new right? It's like, Oh, I've never journaled before. Or, or if you had a bad experience with journaling and someone read your journal, like that can also be, you know, where the resistance comes from. So what has helped you kind of get into that habit and break that through the resistance with journaling? Yeah, no, that's a really great question. Um, and one that comes up a lot with, I would say both journaling and meditation of like, um, you know, how, what this feels really hard and, um, how can I do it more consistently? Like, I feel like those are the two, the two ways. And what I always go back to is that, um, that reminder and you kind of, you touched on this as well, but number one, there's no way to do it wrong. Like you cannot mess it up. Um, so that's the first piece. The second piece is that, um, there are different, again, there are different like kind of ways to do it. And you have to feel into what resonates with you. Um, And so, you know, for example, journaling, I think that once you start to really create a practice for yourself, um, create, create a ritual around it, that can help to um, make it feel a little bit more at ease. Um, I think the other piece too, is that, um, so, you know, yeah, you, number one, you can't do it wrong. Number two, you have to figure out what works for you and then starting small. Like, I think if you're, you know, trying, you're, you're not do you're not journaling at all, or you're not meditating at all. And then you jump right into, you know, I'm going to journal every single day for 20 minutes. Like that's, you're already setting yourself up for something unrealistic. Um, and, And so what I always say is just, you know, start small, create a really tiny, tiny goal for yourself. And then as you continue to um, really explore the practice, whether it's journaling or meditation, because I feel like these are, they're very tied together. Like I, I feel like if I'm talking about journaling um, in this way, you know, it can also apply to, to creating a meditation practice. Um, And so just be allowing yourself to then expand from there. Um, And 
I think too, the, the important piece and the reminder I always share is that we often judge ourselves or um, are really hypercritical that we're not doing it right. Or, um, you know, we're not, we're, we're not receiving these big aha moments. We're like forcing it. And so it's, it's about remembering that um, there is benefit to just showing up to just, you know, opening your journal to just saying, Hey, I'm going to try this today. And every day is going to look different. So it's just about meeting yourself where you're at, you know, and maybe you feel like doodling instead of drawing, and maybe that's what's coming through for you. And that's beautiful, too. Like, it does not have to be forced. The practice is yours. It is yours. It's no one else's. You're not doing this for anybody else, right? Like you were doing this for you. So it has to, it has to work for you. Um, and then I think lastly, like there's just that, that piece about, you know, it being new. And if you're really wanting to create a habit of it, well, that takes practice and that takes that like commitment to say, okay, I'm going to do this for the 21 days, right. That it takes to create a new, new habit or whatever it is. Um, and, and so that, you know, I think what's, what can be helpful there is, um, not doing it alone. So if you have someone who can do it with you and you can help, that's always been really helpful for me of like having that little bit of accountability, whether that's, you know, my husband or, um, my, you know, whatever, a, a small group that I'm in. And that's part of the membership as well. We get, we, people get paired with this like soul care group, which is just a group of four, three other members. And, you can help hold each other to whatever, you know, intentions, practices, things like that, that you're setting up at the beginning of a season. Um, yeah. So I think not doing it alone, um, same, doing it at the same time and, and place as much as you can, like, right. So being flexible with yourself, but, um, I think particularly with meditation and I'm just talking about both now, Brittany, (laughs) so you didn't even ask me about meditation, but I'm going to go there. Um, but you know, especially with that, if you're trying to build a practice, one thing that has been so incredibly helpful for me is like literally creating like this little nook in my home and it doesn't have to be a whole room, right? You don't need to build a yoga shala. Like you just need like one corner that can be your sacred space where you go to every day to do your five minute meditation. And so creating that space for yourself where, you know, when you arrive there, you know, okay, I'm going to, I get, here's where I can exhale. This is my space where I can, I can do my practice for me. Um, So that's been helpful for me as well to create that space in my home. Yeah. I love that. I mean, everything you just said, I was like, "Mm -hmm. yep, absolutely. Like that is exactly what I teach my clients. Uh, And to your point with having that space, it's like, it's a, it's a environmental trigger. It's a cue, right? So like, that's how it, that's how we form habits. It's like when we see it and it's reminding us that consistency, we're way more likely to do it. And like, just the starting small, you know, just start with a page, start with a sentence, you know, make it so simple that you can't not do it. I think a lot of times people are like, oh, everyone says journaling so great. I need to journal. And then like, when they think they need to, or they should, or they have to, then there's more resistance. So it's always like, you don't have to do it. Like you definitely don't have to journal. It's not necessarily for everyone, but if you do want to grow and be reflective and see what's going on in your mind and learn how to be intentional, it is just, it's so powerful. Like there's just no way around it. One of the things I love the most about your journal is like, you have like this, like, how are you feeling? It's like, has these little like squiggles or like the thought, like how it represents the emotion. 
which I love so much because what I do with my clients is I help them process their emotions. And sometimes like those are like the little doodles of the emotion is so accurate of like what it feels like in the body, right? Like anxiety feels like this, like crazy zigzag. And, you know, like it, um, it's very, I love, I love that. And then you have like a full page of journaling, two pages of journaling. And then it's like, well, now how do you feel? And that's really how powerful journaling is. It can change your emotional state so fast because it takes all the contents of your mind and gives yourself space. And your brain's like, okay, cool. I got like, I have some space to breathe now. I have some space to think on purpose and I'm not just trying to like keep it all up here. It's so helpful. And our subconscious loves to get rid of that shit. Like when you write head to hand to paper, it's like a direct line into the subconscious. And it's like, huh? Like anytime a client comes to me and they're like, have a problem. I'm like, well, have you done a thought download? Have you journaled? And they're always like, no, (laughs) I was like, do that first so you can see what's going on in your mind and then come to me because I want to help people empower themselves to find the solution because we are the solution and meditation and journaling. Like that's not the solution. Like that's what I think people get confused about is like, oh, if I just meditate or I just journal or I do these, you know, modalities that everyone talks about, then everything's going to be better. And it's like, that's not the solution. It helps you get to the solution, which is yourself. Yes, I love that so much. Yes. <laughs> well, your journal represents that. Oh, it's so good. Oh my goodness. I mean, we could talk forever. Like I'm like, oh, we I'm like we're going to do like multiple podcasts, which we absolutely will. Um, but I do want to talk a little bit about Manifest House and the offerings that you have. And I love what, like, I love that you created a space for women of color um, in the wellness industry. Like, it is so whitewashed. And my girlfriend, Priscilla, who you met at an an event. And it's funny because every time I see the picture, like the selfie that you took, I'm like, I think it's me for a hot moment. It's so funny. Um, But we, Priscilla and I talk about this a lot of just like adding more color and diversity. And like, it, it is so important. And I love that that is your main focus of Manifest House. And it is like so important and so inspiring. So tell me a little bit about like what you have offering um, in there and like kind of what's next and what's to come. Oh my gosh. Yes. Well, thank you for, um, for sharing that sentiment and like, um, and just naming that, right. Because that's so important that, um, you know, we, there are so many spaces that are completely whitewashed and, um, it's, it's unfortunate because many of these modalities, right. Come from these cultures, um, of folks of color. And so, uh, we, you know, that's really a, a focus of Manifest House that, that we are, you know, for all women, but we're really centering um, the experience of women of color because we want to be a space where, you know, it's safe to to do that, to be yourself, to show up as yourself um, and to see other, to see, you know, yourself in in the instructors who are guiding you, um, in, and to learn about and acknowledge and, and pay reverence to different cultures. So, um, but yeah, I mean, talking a little bit more, so the membership that we offer, which is, you know, really our, our, um, kind of main way to, to, to be a part of manifest house. It, um, is a seasonal membership and, um, we, I call it a spiritual self-care membership, Um, And it's really to help um, these women deepen their connection to self, 
to community and to nature in alignment with the seasons. Um, and it's really about, you know, being, making it easier for us to carve out time for ourselves. Um, because, you know, we, as women are taking care of everyone around us in our lives. And, um, oftentimes we put ourselves last and it's not, you know, not for any fault of our own, but it does take intention to, to start to, to pour back into yourself. And I really wanted to, to make it as easy as possible with as least amount of friction. So our membership opens up four times a year. So we're going to be opening up for the spring of 2022. And the way it works is that each member receives um, a journal. And this is one that is brand new that I created just at the end of 2022. Um, It's called With Intention. And it is more of a guidebook, like it's much more structured. Um, There are spaces to do, um, you know, kind of like a life areas inventory. So like you're taking inventory of how each area of of your life feels. Um, We're doing reflection on the previous season. So this spring we'll be reflecting on how was winter for us? Like what, you know, what, um, what went well, what do we, what lessons did we learn? What are we calling in for the spring? Um, because there's a lot of cues that we can take from nature. There's so much wisdom. We are nature, like, but in our modern world, right, we've become so disconnected. So it's really a way to, to come back to that. Um, so you receive a journal and the journal is only available for members. So I'm, you know, excited to have created something that's very intentionally um, meant to accompany you throughout your membership. Um, we have an opening ceremony where we come together, we fill out the journal, you know, um, as a group, I guide folks through it, we do meditation and other things. Um, you're paired with a um, group for a small group for, you know, kind of some gentle accountability and connection. Um, so your soul care group. And then you get to um, practice in our weekly session. So this is where you're really embodying your well-being, you're expanding your spiritual practice. And we do three live stream events every week. Um, and they span from breathwork classes to guided meditations to um, EFT. We do um, sound healing. And um, we also have monthly workshops where I'll bring in an expert and we'll do a deep dive on topics like astrology or Akashic records. Um, we're doing one on crystals coming up. So like if you're you know, curious about crystal healing and like, how does this actually work? How do I do this? How do I incorporate this into my life? It's a great opportunity to come to the workshop and learn. Um, and then we at the end of the season before we transition into a new one so at the end of spring we have a collective integration week where we rest like we are you know you're going to be encouraged to disconnect from technology as much as possible to get out in nature to really just take a break because the rest is as important as the work um and then we begin again and we and we do the kind of the cycle, you know, of that season is complete and we begin summer together. And um, it's been really beautiful just to see it kind of evolve, um, not only, you know, from me and, and just like ideas that drop into me, but also from this amazing team of facilitators that I've been able to um, be lucky enough to be surrounded with and to cultivate. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not teaching all the classes, like 
that would be super boring. I am, you know, really working with this amazing team of badass women who are, you know, healers and teachers who are sharing their gifts with us, with the, the entire group. So um, yeah, that's, that's coming up. And then the last piece I want to mention is that I'm also working on building out a retreat center, a space to host retreats where other people can host their retreats. And um, it's going to be a manifest house in real life. So, you know, a space where you can rent out the entire home, private location, you can host your group retreat there, you could rent it out for your group of friends or family. And really everything about the space is designed to facilitate that wellness, that spiritual connection, um, these different group healing sessions. And um, yeah, just I have so many, so many ideas. And still I 2022 this year is really going to be a big year for the retreat space. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. And that's kind of those are the big things that I have coming up so far. Oh, my gosh. I can't I mean, you know, we already talked about the retreat space like a while back. And I am so excited um, to bring the Align Project to whatever space that you create, because it's going to be incredible. And what you've created with manifest house, I'm listening to it. I'm like, Oh, it is. That is magical. Like, I love how intent, like you can just tell how intentional what you've created is and it's forever growing and evolving. Cause I know it didn't start like that. And it's really, really cool to hear you share what the offering is and, and you can just tell the intentionality behind it. And I can't wait to be a part of it. I'm like, sign me up. Like just kind of having that anchor in that space to know like, oh, I'm a part of this group and now it's going to be the season of rest. And I'm not just like counting on myself to do it. Like I'm in this space that's like holding me accountable um, I love, I love that in, in the mind over matter program, the group coaching program I have, I also have like soul support swap, like s- within the group and like connecting these like-minded women, because there's just so much power with that connection community and most of all accountability. And then seeing yourself in, in someone else's um, like someone else reflecting back to you. It's just so powerful. So, oh my gosh, so many things that are aligned. I just love listening to you. This is incredible. Thank you so much for your time and and sharing your gifts. And I'm beyond excited for you and what's to come. Um, So if people want to find you or they're interested in signing up for the spring, because it's right around this time, how can they find you? Yeah. So they can sign up on our website at www.manifesthouse.com. Um, we're on Instagram at manifest house and, um, you can connect with us in both of those ways. And yeah, if anyone has any questions, um, you know, please reach out if you're wondering if this, uh, might be for you, I'd love to help, you know, facilitate and, and, um, answer any questions anyone has, but yeah, I, Thank you so much, Brittany, for having me. This has been such a fun time. I love talking to you and I can't wait for the next one and for a future joint retreat. (laughs) Yes. I'm so excited to collaborate and partner with you in the future. There's like so many things. My brain is like ping ponging, which I'm like, you got to bring it back. Like, I know you're excited, um, but this is like so, so, so amazing. So thank you so much for your time. Of course. No, thank you for having me. If you are curious about Manifest House, I know I am. I love how Angelie set up 
her membership. I think the way it's so incredibly intentional, I'm obsessed with it. So if you're curious about it, she is offering a little code for you to get your first class free so you can see what Manifest House is all about. Now, if you are interested, use the code BRITTANYK22 and you can try your first class at Manifest House totally free so you can see what it is all about. Enjoy the goodness that Angelique has to share because she has a true gift and everything she's doing is so intentional and I'm so excited for what she's creating in the community. Oh my goodness, that conversation with that magical human, I could talk to her forever. You know, you just meet certain people that you just know. It's like that kindred spirit. And that is Angelie for me. Like, I am so excited about the possibility of what she's creating with Manifest House and her in-person retreat space. There is going to be some serious magic that's created there. But I hope that you got something from this episode. I know I sure did of just reminding ourselves how powerful it is to have these simple daily rituals and practices. And this is one of the most important pieces that I teach my clients and the, the students that I have in the Mind Over Matter method is creating the space to journal to start small so you can start reflecting on how you're feeling, what you're thinking, how you're showing up for your life, and then starting to get super intentional. So if you want to get that support, you know where to find us. Join the waitlist for the Mind Over Matter method. I promise you that if this has like sparked any sort of interest, that you will not be disappointed. And you should definitely join the Manifest House membership. I am just blown away by what she's created. The intentionality behind it is so powerful. And that coming togetherness is what is going to change the world. It's like bringing all these like-minded people together, putting them in a place, giving them the platform where they can feel connected and seen. And then the students can feel seen in the instructors. It's all just such a beautiful thing. Oh my gosh. I'm floating cloud nine. I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day. If you're interested in starting that journal practice, let me know how it goes. Let me know how I can support you. And remember to love yourself, own your happiness, and let your light shine because you are so worthy of it, my friend.